Indonesian Tech Startup Podcast Hai Appers Ketemu Hi. lagi sama gue Arief Yeay Dan gue Riza Dan Mas Riza ya, yep. Karena nih masih suasana lebaran yep. Kita mewakili segenap kru Appsco dan Apps Coast mm-hmm. Mengucapkan selamat Maaf Idul Fitri Mohon maaf, maaf lahir dan, lahir dan batin, batin. <laughs> Maafin ya Mas <laughs> So gimana Apples liburannya? Uh-huh. Seru ya pasti ya. Pasti dong. Uh, pada masih pada roaming baru uh-huh. pulang mudik okay. gitu ya. Oleh-olehnya boleh dong dikirim ke sini ke studio. Studio ya. Uh-huh. Boleh boleh ya. <laughs> Kita tunggu ya. Udah tahu kan alamatnya sih. Harap banget. Oke back to podcast ya. Uh-huh. Ma, pastinya setiap episode kita selalu ditemani oleh produser uh-huh. dan juga MD sekaligus sound engineer. Beliau uh-huh. adalah Mayaramsha. Luar biasa. Nambah satu lagi <laughs> Anyway Appers Udah pada subscribe Apps Coast di iTunes Stitcher Radio Dan Player FM Belum nih Appers Subscribe dong Biar semakin banyak teman-teman Yang bisa dengerin kita juga Dan Jangan lupa di rate Dan tulis review juga ya Nah Kita sudah masuk ke episode 14 nih Appers 14. Dan okay. Di episode kali ini Cukup spesial Karena Yang datang adalah Seorang expat Beliau adalah mantan CEO dari Lazada Indonesia uh-huh. Dan saat ini menjabat sebagai CEO dan founder dari Zimi.tv Zimi.tv Siapa ya? Kira-kira Penasaran ya? Hmm. <laughs> Bule sih yang pasti Bule ya? <laughs> Bule. Bule banget Nanti kita akan ngobrolnya dengan bahasa Inggris mungkin ya? Mungkin Bahasa Jawa ya? <laughs> Sunda juga bisa <laughs> Tapi sebelum kita ngobrol-ngobrol dengan beliau, kita mau kasih tahu dulu nih kalau kontes Appsco tentang aplikasi Ramadan sudah usai. Yeah. Seiring dengan usainya juga bulan Ramadan yeah. yang akan kita rindukan. Mm-hmm. Dan seperti biasa, pemenang akan diumumkan segera via email dan juga Twitter tentunya. Ide yang masuk lumayan seru loh, lumayan bagus. Ide yang uh, masuk lumayan, lumayan okay. bagus, oke. Okay. Uh, dan untuk yang belum menang, mm-hmm. tenang aja. Mm-hmm. Kontes bulan ini juga udah kita buka kok. Oke, okay. kontesnya uh, nih temanya adalah? Temanya adalah aplikasi perekam video. Aplikasi perekam video, iya. Oh, iya. Sekarang kan aplikasi live streaming lagi booming nih mm-hmm. ya. Kayak Tariskop-nya Twitter, yep. MyEye-nya David Beckham, okay. Mirkat. Zimi.tv. Zimi.tv termasuk mm-hmm. Ini yang kita akan bahas That's why Kenapa kita bahasnya Nah ini karena lagi yeah. Lagi booming banget nih ternyata Sekarang yes. live streaming video Nah kalau kamu punya ide unik Yang bertema aplikasi video Buruan submit Ya buruan submit Dan nanti siapa tau Lu bisa jadi pemenangnya Abis itu di execute idenya Jadi sebuah startup Atau sebuah produk Yes So oke okay, sekarang saatnya kita mendengarkan Hot news Seputar perkembangan teknologi Dan startup di Siliconesia 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 Cypers, mau tahu cara menjaga kekompakan tim di dalam sebuah startup? Berikut jurus jitunya. Satu, lo harus menciptakan kultur berkelas. Yang kedua, lo lakukan rapat dan diskusi rutin. Ini harus dilakukan secara rutin. Yang ketiga, jadwalkan makan siang bersama secara reguler. Keempat, libatkan tim dalam segala hal termasuk keputusan bisnis. Yang kelima, jangan bosan ingatkan visi yang ingin dicapai. Dan yang terakhir, keenam, selalu sediakan kopi dan cemilan. Asik tuh. Gati gendut ya. Oke, okay, Appers, berikut adalah 3 startup teknologi yang berhasil kita discover bulan ini okay. Yang pertama adalah Codepolitan Codepolitan okay. itu merupakan sebuah portal berita yang menyasar niche market developer dan programmer di Indonesia mm-hmm. Yang kedua, Sinden 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 Jadi S-I-N-D-H-E-N Startup asal Jakarta ini menyediakan direktori hiburan malam Wih. 
Nightlife. Nightlife. Ya. Yang terakhir, Style Fit. Style Fit. Ya, aplikasi katalog produk fashion yang datanya dirangkum dari e-commerce dan toko online di Indonesia. Wow. So, salah satu venture capital terkemuka asal Silicon Valley, 500 Startups yang saat ini cukup aktif berinvestasi di Asia Tenggara, meluncurkan sebuah program akselerator khusus untuk pasar Asia Tenggara. Namanya Distro Dojo Yang rencananya akan diluncurkan bulan Agustus ini Tertarik untuk bergabung? Search aja Distro Dojo Nanti kamu akan diminta untuk mengisi form yang telah mereka sediakan So, abis ini seperti janji kita tadi Mas Riza hmm? Kita akan ngobrol-ngobrol langsung Dengan CEO dari Simi.tv So, don't go anywhere Coast Indonesian Tech Startup Podcast Dan sekarang Seperti janji kita nih Mas Riza yep. Tadi ya Kita sudah kedatangan Seorang CEO Yaitu CEO dari Zimi.tv Thomas Demek Yeay 
Kita kita harus ngomongnya bahasa Inggris hmm. ya. okay. Selain kita punya kemampuan bahasa Jawa, <laughs> kebetulan ini bule, bule, jadi kita harus ngomongnya bahasa Inggris. Nah, jadi apa sih? Gue jelasin dulu. So, Mr. Thomas Jamek ini adalah mantan CEO dari Lazada Indonesia yang kemudian cabut dan kemudian mendirikan Zimi TV, Zimi TV. So, hi Tom. Hi. What should I call you, Tom? Tom. Tom is good. Tom is Okay. How are you? Good. Very good. How are you guys? Yeah, great. great. Awesome. 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 <laughs> Would you say hello to Appers, please? Hi Appers. How are you guys? Yeah. Great, great. <laughs> okay. So, uh, could you introduce yourself, your mm-hmm. background, your startup, your passion, and other interesting things about you? Right. So, I'm Tom. I'm um, now the founder and CEO of um, of Zimi. We are the latest and greatest live video streaming platform in Indonesia. So the way to imagine this is that we are essentially like a um, the extension of a social media where you can share your life life. Whatever you do, you share it with your friends, with anyone in the world, in Indonesia, wherever they are. And they can chat with you, they can interact with you, you can just share whatever you think about the world and on the world with them. So we started this last year and it's going very well. We get lots of traction, lots of interesting things and we're bringing lots of new product features out all the time. Mm-hmm. All right. Before that, um, I was doing Lazada, I don't know whether you know. So we did some online shopping here and tried to get Indonesians to um, buy online, which actually in the end worked quite well. And um, before that, I was outside of Indonesia, I was doing different things. I was doing, spent quite a bit of time with a company called McKinsey in the UK. And then I did some working with a consumer goods company in emerging markets. And then I came here to Indonesia. What is your passion? My passion is, um, is a lot of things, but one is definitely to create something where you can see the results. So it's a bit like you know building a startup where you can you feel like what you're doing has got a leaves a lasting impression somewhere. And so you can build something and when people interact with it they get fun and pleasure out of it and they think it's great. It's it's very satisfying. Satisfy other people. Okay. My passion is to satisfy <laughs> other people. Okay. No. <laughs> that oh. could be our title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. That could also be the title to something else. <laughs> okay. What is your daily activity like as a CEO? Well, that's a good point because I don't think there's like such a thing as a daily routine. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, we're going to have to do... We are creating a marketplace for life entertainment. And as you can imagine, there are lots of things to do. We're going to have to... We need a great product. We need to have great content providers, so performers, etc. And we need to have very engaged and happy viewers. So depending on the day and the time, it probably rotates or revolves around any of those three things. Getting great viewers, getting great performers, and creating a great product. And interacting with users and see what they like and what they don't like and how they would like to see things improved and all those things. All right. So please share the story behind Zimi TV. Thomas Jamek, maybe you have explained about the definition of Zimi TV, but why Zimi TV and becomes a product? And most importantly, what problems are Zimi TV trying to solve? So Zimi TV is really an extension of ongoing social media. So I guess you started off with Twitter, where you've got 140 characters to <laughs> share with the world. And then people go to something which is much richer in 
data, which is the likes of Instagram, where you can share a much richer impression. And then it goes to things like Vine, where you have a video, non-live, but you've got a few seconds video, which you can share, which gives you a much better impression. And so I think as network speeds increase and um, a mobile phone use, or especially smartphone use, becomes a lot more widespread throughout Indonesia. The next big thing is really is live video. Because live video really allows you to share a very, very rich rich side of the world and um, as long as you can interact with the audience in real time it gives you a very different perspective as to what's going on so the idea is that when you look at instagram it's very much sort of it seems like a lot of people just live in eternal sunsets at the beach with beautiful people around them parties and great food and whatever so it doesn't really give you a very real impression of the yeah not a very real impression of the world so the idea is really what we're trying to do is to have something which is much realer it's really you know you share your life life it gives you a much realer impression as to what's going on but is that too dangerous I mean like everybody can share what they see and then what their activity or something that whatever they want whatever they want Maybe like the things like the sensor things there. Maybe you have sort of like curator or to curate the contents. It's got to be the problems. It's quite interesting because everyone thinks that the first thing people want to share is pornography or like something which is bad taste or illegal uh-huh. or just plain offensive. Mm-hmm. I think most people don't want to share this. Obviously, we've got measures in place to make sure that they don't. And whilst we monitor it ourselves, we also rely on users to to flag content which they find offensive. But to be honest, uh, the results so far has been that people actually people are more excited about sharing things which are not offensive rather than things which are offensive. And I think to some extent it's actually useful to share something which is not censored. So if you've got something which is, you know, there's obviously one of the big applications is online sort of citizen reporting, you know, live user-generated news reporting, where there's an event, there's a demonstration, there's something and everyone can share their view. Mm -hmm. There I think it's actually extremely useful to have something which is not censored. Yes. That's the positive way. Yes. Whilst, I mean, whilst I agree with you, we've got very strict guidelines that we don't want to, we don't allow any hatred, racism, nudity, pornography, anything offensive at all. And, you know, we will block users, we will take them down, we will warn them if required, we will take further steps. But luckily, the idea is that we create a community online. And also, if you've got a community in real life, I mean, you could run around naked and kill people in the street, but most people don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. What about the growth of Zimi.tv so far? Could you share with us I mean, how many users that Zimi TV has today? So far, we've got, I mean, we see great traction. We're still officially in beta, but... Um, We've, on one hand, we see, you know, when there's engaging content, we see people suddenly there's like hundreds and hundreds and up to a thousand people being online just watching one session. So it's actually, it's going extremely well because we see it growing nicely on a, you know, the engagement is increasing on a daily basis. How many users, daily active users do you have? So, I mean, you can have a look at things like similar web where oh, okay. I think in June we probably had I don't know, <laughs> over, over a million. Over, over a million. million. Wow. But the idea is really that what we see is, which is great, is that we don't only see people that come and view, but we see more and more people actually being compelled to 
share their content into your life. And that's a, that, I think that's a great thing. What content do you find interested so far in Jimmy? So we've got different kinds of content. One of them is definitely what I would call J-pop, K-pop, etc. So we've got actually bands performing, singing. Okay. We see a bunch of people doing news reporting or they just like share, they use the mobile app to basically share their daily lives or whatever they're doing when they're doing something interesting. We see people discussing interesting topics where they're just with the camera discussing something where they involve the audience and they take cues from the audience and discuss this. And we've had some live events, people like streaming from like concerts where they've, you know, in the olden days you would have a lighter and and sort of waving it with the rhythm of the music. Now you use your smartphone and you might as well live stream it. Um, um, and then we've got, you know, other very quirky things. People doing, we've got some radio shows, people doing some behind the scenes stuff, people do it when they're going out, people doing when they're practicing their hobbies, sports, anything really. I mean, the idea is really that we want to people to share their real life through the platform. So we're not scripting it for them. No, it's life, unscripted. Exactly. <laughs> so what's your biggest problem in running this Zimmy TV? Until now, I mean, like the from infrastructure. the infrastructure or the content itself. I mean, there's definitely a problem around, as we all know, about internet speeds. Internet, internet speed. speed. Right. And, okay. And probably more around reliability. So if you are somewhere at five in the afternoon when everyone is out in the street, it's often very difficult to get a decent signal. So what we are, what we did at the beginning is to deliver a sort of very downscaled video experience where we downscaled the video to make it useful for everyone. What we realized then is actually, you know what? If you've got a fast connection, you're gonna be a bit disappointed with a bad video. If you've got a slow connection, you're probably still not really gonna view it. So now we actually switched it to have bitrate streaming to have um, the people that that have got a fast connection being able to watch it on a with in higher quality and the people on a slow connection watching it with lower quality. So that's sort of how we try to overcome it. There's another thing which is more general. I mean, we are, it's very new. There are not many things that you use to sort of share your life, life. And so to actually explain it to people takes a bit of time. But I think people are, especially with the rise of live streaming now, people are getting the idea and they're getting there. I mean, have you guys um, live streamed your life yet? Yeah, yeah, right now. <laughs> Good. <laughs> One of many occasions you will use that for. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, last question for this session yeah. is quite about the revenue stream or how you monetize the users. Have you monetized it right now? Yeah, we already, I mean, we have not advertised it, but we are already monetizing it. I mean, the idea is what we offer people is you can go live and if you can entertain your audience, you can make money out of it. And we're not doing it by downgrading the experience through advertising, uh -huh. but instead we're actually doing it through virtual gifts. So the idea is that you can, you will see when you open the app, mm -hmm. okay. download the app from Google Play now, try it out. <laughs> Right now? Right now. <laughs> Open Play Store and then uh, search zimi.tv, right? Exactly. Download. Don't forget to rate it five stars. Rate it five stars. And also comment. <laughs> <laughs> also comment that it's yeah. great. <laughs> no, but... Um, 
Wait, wait. Revenue stream. Revenue. So revenue stream. So you will see when you open when you open the app you've just downloaded. There's um, the virtual gifts, uh-huh. which gift. you can gift to people. Uh-huh. Okay. But you have to buy first. And you can do. You can basically. You've got a point balance. You okay. can use to get those gifts. And you can either do this by being a good community member by referring your friends, being very active with on Zimi and so on, or by purchasing it through Pulsar or through prepay gaming vouchers or e-wallets and if you're the user and you get gifts this is essentially cash for you so you can then exchange this back into cash mm. oh interesting wow <laughs> <laughs> what an interview so yeah. don't go anywhere appers because we'll be right back after this one follow us on twitter stay in bed the feeling of your skin locked in my head Smoke, smoke me broke I don't care, I'm down for what you want Lay drunk into the night Wanna keep you here Cause you dry my tears Yes, I'm up loving and fight How it is for us And it's all because
So we're back Still in Apps Coast Indonesian Tech Startup Podcast And of course Still with Tom Damek From Zimi.tv Okay Tom What is the biggest challenge In build and running A startup company? <laughs> <laughs> Because this is your first First time? Uh, no First first startup? Mm. Lazada? No, no I mean like first startup Is founding something like No? Well it was One of the founders of Lazada Mm-hmm Which is a bit of a different scenario. Okay. And then there's now did something small before in Europe. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But it's um, well, I think there are a couple. One is definitely that um, I think, as we had discussed earlier, I think the it's difficult to find really great people who are not only great but who also understand startup <laughs> talent, right? Yeah, exactly. But also, you know, people that really love it and they really want to be in startups and they are happy to with the uncertainty. They're happy with the mess of it, but they find it extremely satisfying when things work and so on. Okay. Sometimes I feel that I think in startup generally it's going to be very messy. I mean, as much as you want to try to not make it messy, it will be fairly messy, and you will have to pivot every now and again or change your focus and so on and you have to make sure that the people you find don't get frustrated with it but actually take energy from it so i think there's one thing which is around talent i think that's probably the biggest thing i think the other thing is that you know it's not like you you go to when you usually when you go to an office you've got a boss he will tell you what to do and then you will just execute on it and go home in the evening and everything is fine whereas here you don't have this and so you need to check whether what you've done is the right thing whether what you've done gets you the results motivate yourself when you don't want to do it etc okay All right. So next question: What is your best advice for young and aspiring entrepreneurs, especially a tech startup? I think the best thing is just do it because you're gonna learn whether you're successful or not, and let's assume you will be. But I think even if the odds are against you, you will learn so much. So you will learn. You learn a lot about running a startup. You learn a lot about yourself. And at the end of the day, I think you will be a more rounded person for having tried it. Because I see a lot of people that will be like, oh, "I would love to do it," but Yeah, ah, it's just not the ideal time. It's just not the idea. I just haven't found the perfect idea yet. I haven't found the perfect this and that and whatever. I mean, if you think about it, you can always find a million reasons not to do it. But I think most of the time you can do it, and even if it's unsuccessful, most of the problems you thought were problems at the beginning, you can probably solve. And the problems that seem harder later are probably problems you hadn't even thought about. So no, we're just do it. Just go for it. Just yeah, do it. Go just it. go for it. Okay. What is your main strength? And weakness as an entrepreneur. Wow, that's a <laughs> big question. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're gonna have to ask uh, people around me mm-hmm. for like how they perceive it. I mean, I think one of the things is definitely that I'm not a. I'm doing a tech startup, but I'm actually not a programmer. Okay. So that's a definitely a bit of a challenge and possibly not ideal. What this gives me. A bit more of a holistic view of the whole thing. At the same time, it makes it more difficult to actually real time interact and change things. So that's definitely a bit of a a bit of a challenge. What's your background? Education background? Um, I'm an engineer. Engineer. But mechanical. Mechanical engineer. <laughs> okay, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Next question: Who is your idol? A founder or CEO? Perhaps maybe. And why? Whoa! <laughs> I'm not really into idols, but people I really admire in terms of what they've done. I think there's, um, I mean, I think Elon Musk is Elon definitely Musk. one of them. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I think what he's done extremely well is that he's not only built great products, mm-hmm. and I think he's probably a bit crazy, but that's okay. <laughs> 
But he's also built products from in so many different spaces. So he's really done you know, anything from payments to cars, which everyone thought was like, it's like a dead business. And there's like millions of people already working on it. And there's this crazy guy who comes along and builds a car factory somewhere totally different and changes the way the old established companies see the mar- their own market. And now he's doing bloody rocket science. I mean, that's very extremely impressive. So I think he is, what he's done and how he is, how he's approaching things is just incredible. Because he's basically the sort of person that you would think could change anything if he puts his mind to it. Okay. Would you give us a reference, a founder that you know of that you want to invite here at Epscos? Doing the same things like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll get I'll invite you some people. You can give us a name right now? I can invite you actually a very nice guy is the founder of Happy Fresh. Happy Fresh. Happy Fresh. Have you heard Happy Fresh? Mm-hmm. Is that the gr- groceries? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Fresh groceries delivered Colors. to your door. Mm, okay. So I'll get Benjamin on the case. He will come by. Sure. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. What is your dream app? Well, that's a good question. But I think there's um, definitely a... Since I'm... I love the convenience of apps like Uber. Uber. Okay. And I think this sort of concept you can apply to many, many other things. Okay. Um, around your daily life mm-hmm. whether you know anything you do you can essentially make easier and more convenient by finding the best person in the real time to wherever you are doing a certain things whether it's being transport whether it's what you want to eat it's whether it's sorting out some of your services that you need on a daily basis whether it's getting stuff that you that you need Anything like this, I think, is um, there's a huge, huge potential to simplify that. Okay. Nearby. So, <laughs> interesting. So, what if tomorrow you decide to pursue your dream app, your dream idea, <laughs> and uh, what will you do in the next seven days? The step by step, maybe. I know you can just do it, but we want to know the process from the idea into a product. So, if I was going to build an app, yeah, that app, that app, that oh, that app. app, oh, that doesn't even. <laughs> I think the first thing is you actually have to define what you want to build. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I think a dream is always nice, but once you start building, so don't build anything. Okay. Unless you've got a bit of an idea as to what it is, mm-hmm. then test it out with a few people. How? But. Ask them. Speak ask. to them. Okay. But the problem is, if you ask your friends whether they think what you're doing is a good idea, they will sure. quite often they will be like, yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah. Go and do it. <laughs> so I think it depends a bit on how you so ask them. So do you them. prefer ask your friend or someone who you don't know? I think you should ask both. Because most people you don't know are far too polite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so your friends are probably the only ones that will be that will be able to tell you to fuck off, basically. Sorry, to, <laughs> to go away. We got censored on that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You validate the idea and then? I think you validate the idea. Mm-hmm. And the result, maybe maybe you have a, a ratio. Yeah, maybe. The, yeah, the Three people ratio. like it, you build it. Three or, out of ten or, yeah. or seven out of ten. Yeah, and then you think about what is the minimum that you need to make it work. Because usually when you've got an app, you will speak to your friends and they will like it. And they will say, oh, you could do this and you could do that. And you could do this and this and this. And then you can add that and that. And um, so before you know it, you're going to end up with something you want to build like, I don't know, like plain motorbike. And you end up with like car full of gadgets and gizmos and everything attached to it. And so you also have to bear in mind that 
those people, I think there's a tendency to want to have all the features and everything. But I think what you have to really be quite brutal about is scale down what are really the minimum required features. Because otherwise you're going to try to build everything at once and then you have a long development time and then you get turn out the product and then people are like, actually, it's very nice, but we don't really want this. All right. So how we can connect with you? Your email, Twitter or LinkedIn, maybe you can share Yeah, I'm on on LinkedIn. I think the best way to connect is probably to um, go on Zimi, do some live streaming on okay. Zimi.tv. <laughs> Zimi.tv. And there we've also got contact forms, etc. But otherwise, just send me your feedback. Mm-hmm. You can send it to me on LinkedIn or through Tom at Zimi.tv. Tom at Zimi.tv. And I would love to hear your feedback. If you hate the app, you should tell me. If you love it, it would be great to hear from you as well. Okay. And if you're indifferent, tell us how we can make it great so you're not indifferent. Yeah. <laughs> and there you go. Before we end up the session, now let's move to Eastnap. Okay. Now, in this section, we will ask you five questions. Five questions. As usual. Yeah. And we give you the answer as well to choice. You just have to answer it quick and spontaneously. Okay. Okay. Without even thinking about it. Okay. <laughs> you have to choose it quickly. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Yeah. So, Meerkat or Periscope? Zimi. <laughs> Still. Okay. 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 It's okay. We accept that. We accept Lo- that. Support local apps. Yes. <laughs> That's good. Superman or Batman? Superman. He's thinking now. <laughs> He's thinking now. <laughs> Sate or nasi goreng? Sate. Sate. Sate kambing? Sate. Yeah, sate kambing. So strong. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Bootstrapping or get funding? Get funding at the right time. Okay. <laughs> funding at the right time. All right. Last question. Uh, I think I know the answer. Yes. iPhone or Android? Android. Android. There's money there. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Mas Riza, uh-huh. sekarang kita langsung aja ke E-Hot Star. E-Hot Star. So okay, before we finish our talks, we will challenge you to give us what is your five tools that you can't live without as CEO of a startup company. Five. Five tools. Yes. Whoa, five tools. Mm-hmm. Productivity, productivity tools, tools. App, not including your gadget, your phone. Zimi, I can't live without Zimi. No. <laughs> okay, that's one. That's one. And then laptop or notebook, exclude that. Okay. Zimi okay. one. Apps you open every day. Zimi. Zimi. Okay. Zimi. Okay. The first one is Zimi. Mm-hmm. And WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Okay. Yeah. WhatsApp. What What do you do with WhatsApp for team communication? Or? Yeah, both for I mean, actually, both for internal and external okay. communication. Although I think Slack is probably more convenient for internal communication. I can imagine. You use Slack in Zimi. Starting to. Starting. Starting. So, but uh, WhatsApp is just so easy. Yeah. It's just so convenient. Mm-hmm. So it's difficult to replace it. The first okay. one is Zimi. Zimi. Second WhatsApp. one. WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Number three. Number three. Number three is probably Skype, but Skype, it's. Skype. Um, A bit old-fashioned, right? Because I don't think it actually works that well anymore. <laughs> so it's time to replace it with something better. Okay. Number four? Number four, what I still use, I like Evernote. Evernote, okay. Evernote. You use a premium account? Or? No. Not free? Just free. You use what? <laughs> what for? What for? To take notes uh-huh. and mind maps for myself. Mind map? 
And like, and then the last one is probably workflowy. Workflowy, okay. Which is great to structure your thoughts, and you wanna, if you've got one overarching thought which you wanna break down into loads of components, it's a very useful tool. Mm-hmm. It's not very pretty. Not very pretty. But it's useful. Okay, alright. Unfortunately, there is no apps for that. Yeah, there's yeah. the Android app. Uh, there is an red yeah. Oh, I don't know that. Okay, that's all for us today. Thanks. <laughs> oh, just one more thing. Okay. Oh, just for all the appers that are watching, they're obviously passionate about startups. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We are always looking for great people. Okay. Oh. So if you want to be in a startup, uh-huh. send me an email or send a message to careers at zimi.tv or tom at zimi.tv. Okay. And just tell us why you're awesome. Mm-hmm. Send your CV and we would love to hear from you. Okay, nice. Maybe specific position or something. Yeah. So it's, it's actually um, <laughs> it's actually a number number of different things, both on the technical side, so all sorts of programmers for stack, Android, iOS, etc. Uh-huh. But also on the marketing side, but especially online marketing, social media. But also, if you're just if you think, well, I would just love to do a startup, and I don't have relevant background, I can still be very very useful. If you've got the right attitude, we'd love to hear from you. Yes. So that's all. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Tom, for coming to our studio. Yes. All the best for Zimi TV and you as well. Yeah. <laughs> and our time is up. Uh, thanks for listening, Eppers. This episode number 14. Number 14 with, with Tom Thomas Damek from, from Zimi.tv. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at AppsCoach and at AppsCoach underscore ID. And also subscribe to our podcast channel. Search AppsCoach in your podcast client. And if you have some suggestion, question, or feedback, please send us some email to hello at appsco.id or shout out at our Twitter handle. See you in the next episode. I'm Arif. And I'm Riza. Keep yourself locked with us at appsco.id. Bye! Bye!